0: Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time.
1: I like tacos. Fishikar Tomanya, here's what? Fishikar Tomanya, here's what? Fishikar 5. Fishikar Tomanya, here's what? Fishikar 5. Fishikar 5.
2: I Sound to Black Shirt Mixtape live on Electromagnetic Radio. My name is Jesse, and I will be your host uh, for the next two hours on this uh, sonic journey. That was um, one of my favorite songs by the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. It's called Rich, um, and it's off their debut album, Fever to Tell. I'm going to be playing a, <clears throat> kind of a grab bag of, of stuff tonight. I mean, every week, or every other week, is really a grab bag, right? Sometimes there's a theme haven't done a theme in a while, but tonight's going to be a mix of um, old tracks. I'm going to play some new stuff. Uh, I noticed that uh, uh, DJ Bill Tucky, who was on before, played a little bit of Spoon. I'm going to play some Spoon as well. Uh, I'm going to play some Big Thief um, and uh, some new stuff from, from uh, one of my favorite bands out of the UK, Metronomy. Um, but uh, welcome. Hope you guys are doing well in light of... Um, Man, it's just a lot of shit going on right now, isn't there? I, I uh, caught the end of um of DJ Bill's um of his show, and uh, he played uh, "Bullet the Blue Sky" by um by U two, which obviously was inspired. Uh, you know, um, I don't know if it was Sarajevo or where the one of the many wars of of George Bush. Um, but anyway, you know the the story goes that he wanted he. Wanted the edge to get that sound of war coming out of his coming out of his amp, and uh, I definitely think that he he managed to do that with that track. Um, so I hope that everybody's you know using the using music as an escape, right? That that's always been my escape, and I know there's a lot weighing on a lot of people's minds, but we're gonna not we're gonna stay away from that stuff. We're not gonna get political on this show. We're gonna have some fun. Um, so I did a little. Uh, little housekeeping, if you will, over the past weekend. And I came across, um, an old hard drive that I have, a terabyte hard drive, hard drive, where I had ripped pretty much all the CDs that I ever owned, um, you know, onto it. And I found a bunch of stuff that I just hadn't listened to in a long time. And I was super stoked. And one of them, uh, was this track, um, called, um, in my dreams by a band called, uh, scanners out of the UK. So early aughts, um, I actually, uh, before I started podcasting, I used to I used to run a uh, blog. <clears throat> I know, super embarrassing. Um, but it actually got a lot of traction. It was called Indoor Fireworks. And um, I got a lot of free music uh, for a couple of years from indie bands, uh, established bands, record labels. Everybody was throwing a bunch of stuff at me. So that was great. And uh, this, this album got sent to me. Um, it was their debut called Violence is Golden. Um, And I love this track. Uh, When you listen to it, you'll know exactly who their influences are. This is In My Dreams by Scanners.
3: before
2: So that actually was, uh, and I, I apologize for the abrupt cutoff there. I was actually trying to catch that before it uh, before it stopped. But that was uh, Roland Orzabal, uh, lead singer of Tears for Fears. And that was a track called uh, Low Life off of his one and only de- uh, solo album uh, entitled Tom Crete. Uh, I can't even speak. <clears throat> Let's try that again. That was a track called Low Life by Roland Orzabal, lead singer of Tears for Fears, from his one and only solo album entitled Tomcats Screaming Outside. Is that better? Okay. Um, So that actually came out in 2001. Uh, It had the unfortunate um, uh, luck of being released on September 11th um, and kind of really didn't get a lot of promotion from the U.S. label, Gold Circle. Um, But I really like it. It's got some neat elements of, of kind of what you heard in that song, like some trip hop. Um, you know, a little bit of, a little bit heavier dance influence. Um, I really dug it. Uh, and a lot of people thought that it was probably one of the better quote unquote tears for fears albums, uh, that had been released in a while. Although I really do love elemental. Uh, that was the, the album they released after sowing the seeds of love, uh, and Kurt Smith left the band and, uh, Roland carried on under the tears for fears moniker, um, elemental is a great album. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, you should. Okay. So I mentioned earlier that I used to run a blog, uh, indoor fireworks. Um, I'm sure if you go search for it, you could find some really embarrassing posts. Um, <clears throat> but what I, what I used to do was I would review, um, albums, I would interview bands and I would, uh, go to concerts and interview the bands and kind of post pictures. And I would also post, um, like an MP3 or two um, at the time, right. Kind of leading, leading everybody over to the band's website and all that good stuff. And, uh, one band that I really fell in love with and and actually became friendly with was a group called division day out of Los Angeles. And they had a great eighties feel to the, I mean, shocker. I like bands that sound like they came from the eighties or straight out of a John Hughes movie, which I felt like these guys did. And, um, anyway, I got to interview them, uh, for the blog and they sent me an advanced copy of their new album that was coming out called bear trap Island. And after we had um, I'd interviewed them, I sent them, you know, kind of like a overview of what it was gonna look like and all that good stuff. And they said, hey, do us a favor, don't include this song called Hand to the Sound. Um, we're holding on to that one. And I was like, why? Like this this is it. This is your fucking hit single, dude. Like, this song is unreal. It's so good. It it sounds like it, it should be, it sounds like an outtake from a John Hughes. Uh, a song that could have been on a John Hughes soundtrack, like Pretty in Pink or, man, it was great. And they were like, nope, we, we do not give you permission to, to uh, host it. And I was bummed. And consequently, has anybody heard of uh, Division Day? No, exactly. So I'm not saying that like I was could have been responsible for them to, I don't know, have some kind of success. But I knew what I was talking about. And um, I think you guys will too. Let me know if you like it, drop me a line. Uh, On social media, all my information is on the electromagnetic website. But um, this is a track called Hand to the Sound by Los Angeles' own Division Day. Enjoy.
3: Green tree, very wild, bright as winter, rising with a prison key and a child to deliver. Taken with the blood and vine is the first little angel.
2: such a great song that is a uh, simulation swarm uh, by big thief off their new album dragon new warm mountain i believe in you uh, i'm still working my way through it it's a double album there's a lot of music on there um double albums are always tricky right you either knock it out of the park or you've got really a really good single album with a bunch of fillers so um they've got some good stuff on there i mean they're, they're usually hit or miss for me but uh digging it so far um, so I'm going to play a little bit of some local music. Um, so as you, uh, if you've listened to me before, you'll know that I'm based out of Dallas, Texas, and, um, I have, uh, spent the last couple of years really getting into the local music scene, I play a lot of great stuff, um, you know, from, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, McKinney, um, all over the place, all over the place in, in, uh, in the Dallas and, and Austin Houston, San Antonio areas. Uh, This is a band called Fit, uh, F-A-I-T. I I played them before. Um, They have a new album that's just ready to come out or an EP, I believe. They were in LA recording and um, I think it's pretty much mixed and mastered and ready to go, but they did gift us with um, uh, a track. They just released it as a single that was kind of a leftover from their last single and I don't know why it was a leftover because it's fucking amazing. Um, it is really great. Anyway, they're playing tomorrow night. If you are in the Dallas area, they are playing over a double wide. Um, this is fit with cool kids. Oh, good. So that was um, Cold War Kids. And that actually was um, the original recording of um, Hang Me Up to Dry off their... um, So they had released an EP called Up and Rags before they actually went in and recorded Robbers and and Cowards, which is their debut album. And um, the the story goes, or, or the lore goes, that the EP was lost or damaged or there was a fire i mean i don't know who knows but they had to go back in and re-record the whole album now i don't know if that's just a bullshit story that they told or because the record company made him go back in and re-record it but i feel like the original version um is way better than what they re-recorded i feel like the new version on the debut album actually all the new tracks or all the tracks on the debut album they just sound different they're they just lost that that edge and that spark uh and when that when I got a hold of that EP, uh when they sent that to me, um, I listened to the shit out of it. I mean, all the time. That that track, Hospital Beds, um, just just a great EP. I mean, they're a great band, but um that's one of my favorite tracks of theirs. Uh okay, so I know that uh before my show, DJ Bill Tucky was on and he played some Spoon. Everyone's playing Spoon. You know why? Because they fucking rock and their new album, look. When I say that this is probably their best album, that's like that that's a lot because every record that they do is so good. Even transference that people are like, man, I'm like, no, that record is a banger." But um their new album Loose Fur on the Sofa is is just so good. And and part of the reason why they're so successful, I think, is that they keep their albums short. They're like 9 or 10 or 11 tracks, no more than 11 typically um it's short and sweet you get in you get out and um you know this track that i'm going to play for you guys is called satellite and it's my favorite it's not only my favorite track on the album i think it's my favorite track they've ever done and i don't know if it's just the i mean it's both musically and lyrically just it just kills me you ever like have a song that you hear a song and it's just encapsulates how you feel about somebody so much you're just like uh damn it hate you but then you realize that you don't hate them and uh you fucking love them because they're spoon enjoy
4: draw the line, I know what you draw it for. We used to walk that line, I know what you draw it for. You got them that love you, got them that you adore, but I see
0: angels above you.
2: I could listen to her forever um actually we have been listening to, to them forever they've been around for a while that was the sunday's uh track called skin and bones off their debut album reading writing and arithmetic so it's not reading it's reading because that's where they're from so it's a little little trick there for you um actually that that's you know it's i'm thinking um that's probably one of the best better debut albums uh, to come out. And that gives me an idea for, for a future show, <clears throat> best debut albums. Cause there's a lot of them. There's a lot of bands that, um, that you could fill a whole two hour show with pretty easily. Uh, before that we had, um, spoon with a track called satellite off of what I'm calling right now, album of the year, uh, Lucifer on the sofa. Um, I play it every day, like 75 times a day. I'm sure my family is <clears throat> sick of it, but, um, I love it. As I mentioned, it's um, probably my favorite Spoon album, the album number 10. uh, And they're like still just killing it. After that, we had a track called Love, Love, Love uh, by a group called As Tall as Lions. Um, As I'd mentioned earlier, I found an old hard drive of mine and I'm kind of going through it and finding songs that um, uh, I haven't listened to in a while. And that was one of them. Um, Speaking of uh, songs that I hadn't listened to for a while, I love Matthew Sweet. I love the album Girlfriend, and I really love this track um, called Day for Night. And um, I got to see him. He played, uh, gosh, I was in San Diego. He played it. I think he played at San Diego State University uh, for this tour, and he um, opened with this track, and it was, oh, man, it was just loud, and it was just, it was beautiful. And um, it's probably my favorite track off the album next to Girlfriend, um, and thought I knew you. But this is a track called Day for Night by Matthew Sweet. Enjoy. You're listening to Black Shirt Mix Tape on electromagnetic radio. small is a track called saint dimphna uh by nicole atkins off of her excellent excellent uh album called italian ice and um you know when i first started listening to that track i always just assumed that it was um she was singing about like a mental institution or something um and so i just looked up actually what saint dimphna what what actually that is um i was close I was close. Uh, St. Dymphna is the patron saint of the mentally ill and those with nervous disorders. So, Nicole, um, I would love to know, like, the story behind this song. Please, and thank you. Uh, Do you like Courtney Barnett? Uh, I do. I know some people don't, but I do. I think she's really great. And um, she contributed a track to... um, So a bunch of artists got together and did, like, a... um, What's it called? I'm losing my mind. See? Talk about mental illness. Uh, a tribute album. Gosh. Come on, Jesse. A tribute album uh, for uh, Sharon Van Etten, who is equally as awesome. Uh, they did, um, they all, a bunch of people picked tracks off of her uh, a debut album called Epic Ten. And um, she, uh, Courtney Barnett, uh, chose a great track um, called Don't Do It. And when I first heard it, I'm like, I think I like this one better than the original. Which, that's always, you know, that that's tough to go tackle something that's like so wild, so wide, widely loved and appreciated, right? Especially with with you know an artist, hardcore fans, and to come in and and um, not only do it justice, but like completely, you know, make it your own, it is a tough thing. But I think she really knocks it out of the park uh, on this one. And then, um, well, what am I going to play after that? We'll see. I'm 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 reworking the playlist on the fly because, as I mentioned, I am I found tracks from an old hard drive and um, I just picked up a couple or found a couple that I'm I'm gonna play because they're really really awesome. But before I do that, this is "Don't Do It" um, Courtney Barnett covering Sharon Bennett. Enjoy.
5: Said you need to do it, cause you can't feel it tonight. Well you can if you want to Wanna take you outside Wanna show you the sky To remind you why you shouldn't Do your worst if you can
2: So um, I was just hip to this band uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and they are called Far Caspian. Um, and this, that was a track called House off their debut album um, entitled Ways to Get Out uh, that was released last year. Really fantastic. If you like that track, you should definitely check out the rest of their stuff. Um, really kind of that same vibe. Uh, extremely talented um, people working on that record. So again, that was Far Caspian with a track called house. Okay. So I'm going to play three songs that, um, I haven't listened to in a really long time. Like we're talking years, but as soon as I listened to them, I was like, Oh man, I totally remember exactly what I was doing when I listened to these songs. Um, so again, I, I, I found an old hard drive, uh, a, a, um, external hard drive that I had like a terabytes amount of worth, uh, worth of music. And, um, it was pretty interesting cause there's a lot of garbage on it. There's a lot of great stuff and there was a ton of, man, all my old Radiohead concerts. I'm so excited. Like 50 It's amazing. Like from all over the world from their early days up until like King of Limbs. Oh man, some great shit. Um, I did a show, I did a black shirt mixtape episode last year that I played, um, Uh, my favorite show of theirs, I think it was from Holland from like 1997. I played the entire show. That was my pod. That was my episode and it was great. Um, So I may do that again. I found a lot of good stuff on there, but um, I'm going to play these three tracks and then uh, we can um, digest and discuss. Um, And I'll give you my thoughts on it. And then I would love to hear yours. This is a track called all the money by a group called the winter kids enjoy.
0: Just what you want me to
2: Okay, I don't care what any of you think. I fucking love that cover. So that is Age of Consent uh, by New Order. And that is a cover done by a group called Neverending White Lights featuring Mr. Nick Hexum of 311. That's right, folks. The lead singer of 311 covered a New Order track. Um, Look, we talked about it earlier, right, with Courtney Barnett covering Sharon Van Etten, like, really well. This is a great cover. Like, you just slow down the original track, which is, you know, I mean, the original track, you know, Age of Consent is, I mean, that's a classic. That's a classic New Order track. It's a classic new, you know, post-punk New Wave track. I mean, it's a staple at their shows. I, I think they, that uh, Neverending White Lights did a beautiful job. And I also love that the that the hook doesn't even come in until, like, after a minute um, of the song. So totally forgot about that one. Used to play it all the time. Um, been playing it all the time since I, I rediscovered it this weekend. Before that, we had a track called "Disposable Parts" by a group called Enon uh, off an album called High Society. I love that track. I can't really understand the lyrics towards the end of this uh, end of the track, but that's okay. It's just this minute and fifty four seconds of just you know quirky dance music. I love it. Um, and then before that. Uh, was a track called All the Money by a group called The Winter Kids. Again, this was an album that was sent to me uh, when I was running my blog, Indoor Fireworks, many, many, many moons ago, uh, early aughts. And um, I don't know what happened to them, but they put out this little record called Memoirs, and I just love that track. I mean, it's, again, I can't really understand, and I'm pretty good with dialect, trust me, like, especially English. I don't know what the hell that chick was saying in the chorus. Like, she just was mumbling the entire way through. Anyway, um, I hope you guys like them. I I love those tracks and it was really fun kind of taking a trip down memory lane. Again, I remember exactly where I was, um, when I would listen to those tracks, you know, review these albums for my, for my blog. Anyway, um, let's play some Neil Finn. So, uh, I am a huge, uh, Crowded House fan. Uh, I'm a huge Neil Finn fan. um, You know, he's in my top five favorite songwriters of all time. You know, to me, he's up there with Elvis Costello, um, Dave Wakeling from The English Beat, um, Andy Partridge from XTC. Let's see. um, Glenn Tifford. No, Glenn Tilbrook and Chris Difford from Squeeze, uh, Tom York, Robert Smith. Martin Gore. Anyway, I could go on, but, um, he, uh, he put out, um, so obviously crowded house, um, did a bunch of stuff with them. And then he put out his debut album called try whistling this. And then after that, he put out his sophomore da- uh, album, uh, solo album called one nil. And he was great. Um, so he's, he's got a, a great relationship with Cheryl Crow. Um, if you don't know, if you didn't know, uh, Neil Finn actually does the backing vocals on every day is a winding road. And now that I pointed this out to you, I know you're going to go listen to it and you're going to hear it and you're gonna be like, oh shit, that's Neil Finn. Um, anyway, Cheryl's guested a lot, um, on, um, on his stuff and, uh, on his album one nil, she did a lot of backing vocals, uh, especially this track that I absolutely love, uh, called, uh, Anytime. So the record companies, you know, in their awesome awesomeness, you know, told Neil, "I think that you need to a change your album title from one nil to one all because you know Americans are stupid and they can't understand that anyway. Just ridiculous, one nil, right? If you're if you're a big fan of of soccer uh, or football over there in Europe and New Zealand and everywhere else in the world, but the United States, um." One nil, right? It's just one to nothing. Anyway, so they had him change the name from one nil to one all, and then they pulled Cheryl Crow off. You can hear me banging on the table because I'm 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 very um passionate about this. And they had him re-record, or they they added uh, Lisa Germano uh, do Cheryl Crow's parts. Now I love Lisa. She t- you know she was uh, uh, John Mellencamp's fiddle player for many years. And then she, you know, hooked up with Neil's band and went on tour with her. I got to meet her. Well, here's a little side story. So saw Neil Finn play. This is a night of tangents. Um, I saw Neil Finn play in San Diego uh for um I believe it was Try Whistling This. No, it was for this record. I don't know. It was for one of his records. Anyway. Um, I wanted to wait outside to meet Neil, and I did. I have a picture with Neil. He was looking very startled. And then I wanted to meet the rest of the band because he had Johnny Marr playing with him of the Smiths uh, that night. He also had Sebastian Steinberg, uh, who was a bass player for a band called Soul Coughing. And then Lisa Germano. And, of course, like an idiot, I'm standing out in the parking lot, and she's exiting the the venue with, like, two um, jugs of apple juice, and all of her gear and I'm sitting there like a moron holding like the CD cover and a sharpie. And I'm like, can you sign this? And I, I don't remember exactly what she said anymore, but she snapped at me and she was like you know, something in the effect of like, do I fucking look like I can sign that for you right now? And man, Lisa, I'm really sorry. Like as a, as a musician, I, I should know better. I should have actually asked to help you with your shit back to the tour bus anyway, anyway, I um I found the original version because um, you can't really find it anymore, I don't think, of one nil with Cheryl Crow. It's been it's been erased from the interwebs. Anyway, I love this track. It's called Anytime. Um enjoy. Mm-hmm.
4: In my soul I could go any time, there's nothing safe about this life. when the world is all around us The days are flying past And fear is so contagious But I'm not afraid to laugh I could go any time There's nothing safe about this life
6: Hang the DJ, 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 hang the DJ. Day. I'll live over really here a lot to begin. So with them all the new things, with them all the sunshine.
2: and that's how you fucking do it right that's how you get it done that was pete yorn um okay I love Pete Yorn. He's awesome. And uh, what Pete Yorn does a lot of the time, and is really good at is interloping um, cover songs into his own songs, right? Just like he did with that one. So he, he uh, that was kind of like a mash of uh, "A Panic by the Smiths. He's a huge Smiths fan. Uh, straight into his debut track um, off of his debut album, right? Life on a Chain off of Music for the Morning After. Uh, great artist. Um, if you haven't seen him live, please, please, please go check him out. He's great with a live band. He's great acoustically. Uh, he played here mm, three years ago. Um, three years ago. Um, at um, where did he play? At the Keller. I don't remember. He played anyway. He he played a solo show, and it was fantastic. Got to meet him afterwards and uh, get him to sign some swag and whatnot. Um, but he's fantastic. Uh. Okay, so as I was going through all this old um, music on my on my hard drive that I found, um, I started, uh, you know, because I was reading um, Meet Me in the Bathroom, right? Did I mention that earlier? I'm all over the place tonight. So we kicked off the show with the AAS, and uh, I was reading a book called Meet Me in the Bathroom by Lizzie Goodman uh, that kind of chronicles New York City, the music scene in New York City from 2001 to about 2011, or 2000 to about 2011, uh, which is right the birth of the Strokes, LCD Sound System, um, TV on the Radio, yeah, yeah, yeahs. I mean, it was just a ton of great music during that time. Um, so I uh, came across um, some Marcy Playground. Um, that's another underrated band. They, uh, you know, they they had that hit single "Sex and Candy." They put out a lot of really great stuff. And uh, this is one of my favorite tracks off their debut album. Um, It's called Ancient Walls of Flowers. You're listening to Blackshirt Mixtape live on electromagnetic radio. And if you ever want to catch up uh, and re-listen to some of these episodes or any of the episodes from any of our DJs um, that, um, that play throughout the week, you can do so. Uh, head over to our website, uh, em-radio.com, uh, and at the bottom there's a Mixcloud link, and you'll find everything there that you need. This is "Ancient Walls of Flowers" by Marcy Playground.
7: Ancient walls of flowers. And a smiling clown I like to keep them in a jar beside Just enough to mess my mind inside But I never heard you calling from the sun Whispers falling low Murmur simmer And I'm feeling slow Keep me up But keep me in my head I'll ping a pound Of posies till
8: Someone is around Forget that I was only your lover.
2: So that's another fine track by one of my favorite bands, Metronomy. And uh, so there's two albums I'm spinning a lot right now, two new albums. Um, One of them is Spoon, right? Lucifer on the Sofa. The other one is uh, Metronomy's new one called Small World. And um, uh, uh, if you're a Metronomy fan, you know this sounds a little bit different, right? It's a little bit more organic, less, uh, more live drums, Less electronics and whatnot. It's it's, it's earthier, uh, and I love it. Uh, that song just man makes me cry a little bit uh, when I listen to it because you know what? There's a lot going on in the world right now, and um, I I just have to believe that things will be fine. Uh, we just need to you know kind of stick together, and thankfully we have the um, the power of music, you know, to kind of uh, to keep us going. So that brings me to the end of my show tonight here on Electromagnetic Radio. Um, I hope that you've enjoyed the last two hours of music. Uh, Again, if you want to catch up on um, any of the other uh, DJs and and their shows, head over to our website. There's a Mixcloud link. You can find all of that there. I am going to uh, send you off with a a new track uh, from Duran Duran called Laughing Boy off of the deluxe version of Future Past uh, album that they released end of last year, which is actually really, really good. So enjoy this track. Um, Remember, you know, my my sign-off usually, um, I always have the same sign-off and it actually, it means a lot right now. So my my sign-off usually is, uh, you know, be kind to each other because it's free. So enjoy my friends. I'll see you in two weeks.
4: Do
8: esta orientación vamos con la primera pregunta muy particulares piedras renales piedras en bueno